Hola chicas, hola chicanos. I have returned. Buena vida, mexicanos, I think. Not totally sure, but let me tell you. My three years of Spanish education have really come in handy on this trip to Mexico because I was basically bilingual. I do not want to brag, but... It rarely happens that I'm the one that remembers everything. And uh, I was talking to waiters so much so that they thought I was bilingual. And um, I am not. In fact, I had a Spanish tutor, which did nothing, because I don't have great memory retention for words. And so I would get all my verbs confused. And it's pretty hard to speak Spaniel if you don't know what verb is what. So... It can get wild. But fortunately, like comida, which is meal, uh, and agua, things like that. Fresca, I remember. So, biblioteca. Okay, I'm done. Okay. So, huh, what a much-needed reprieve from my daily life as a real housewife. Wow. Wow, wow. You guys, a change of scenery. Who knew? A year indoors, you know, a year, a year with the same two people, Emoji and Wes. Love them dearly, but uh, change of scenery was so welcome. And I'm not gonna lie to you, when I got to the hotel, it was a big travel day, big long travel day. I got to the hotel, I was a little underwhelmed, but I kind of knew I would be. And then the hotel really grew on me by the end of the trip. So I grew a fondness to it. And I really like the town of Playa del Carmen. It's just outside of Cancun on the Riviera Maya um, in Quintana Roo. So I felt super safe. We all felt super safe. There weren't any incidents of anything shady happening. And everyone's just so friendly. I love the Mexican culture because they're just like so funny. And they, you know, like they just want to encourage tourism. So. I definitely, definitely recommend going if you can. Um, I also felt super safe traveling. Not that I don't feel safe anyway, but I know some people have concerns about that right now. And I just wanted to speak to that briefly too. So, you know, they do. The one thing about flying right now is that they're like, serve you drinks. They won't serve you alcohol. Interesting. Interesting. But they'll serve you, you know, agua or frescas. And they'll say, um, okay, you have to take a sip. You have to take your mask down, take a sip, put your mask back up. Sip, sip, sip. And I mean, sip, mask, sip, mask. That's what I meant. Okay. So you can imagine how ridiculous this looks. I mean, you may, I'm like, why don't you guys pass out straws and we could just all have, but you got to save the turtles guys. No straws, no straws. And speaking of turtles, I am Adora the Explorer. Um, I overcame my fear along with others, but I don't think they had the same fear as me. But with my pals, we went swimming, snorkeling specifically, with sea turtles and didn't touch them, didn't threaten their habitat, didn't wear any sunscreen, didn't bring any straws. Um, they were fine. But more importantly, I was fine because I have a fear of snorkeling and scuba diving for that matter. I, w I won't even attempt scuba diving, but I didn't like the mask when I w went snorkeling in the past in the Bahamas. And I feel like it's because I'm going to um, experience a shark attack from behind because that's the only like area I can't see, right? So like, obviously, if I can only see ahead of me clearly, then a shark's going to come up behind me. Also, this water was not as clear as the Bahamas water was. It was a very choppy day. And so, like, the ocean was... The ocean was a... What do they say? What do sailors say? The ocean was an angry one that day. Angry woman that... Or something. I don't, okay, anyway. So, not my best work. Okay, so... <laughs> um, I was focused on swimming. And another thing I'll say... 
And the rest of my group may not have noticed this, but I was the strongest swimmer. Maybe because I was trying the hardest, probably, because I was the least confident and being buoyant. Now, granted, I did have a life vest. And I also had a mask that fit my head snugly. And if you, if your mask is effed up with the snorkeling, it's effing up your whole experience. Wes had an effed up mask because, as you know, any mask is going to fit my head because I have an extremely large head. So it's like going to be perfectly sealed. I had an indent on my face for like two hours afterward. Uh, so anyway, we swam with turtles. We saw a stingray. Pablo Escobar, who was... The male that um, I traveled with, not my husband, but the other male in our group, he uh, was charged by a turtle because he was infringing upon their habitat. And I don't blame, I mean, he did it by accident. And the thing is, he, he was not bit by a turtle, but the thing is, it's very easy to do when it's choppy outside because these turtles just, um, you know, you feel like you're 10 feet away and then a wave comes and pushes you. So now you're only four feet away. It's extremely aggressive, uh, the the waters. And um, so, but we had a great time. And not only was I Adora Explorer for that. After that, so cl- my friend Claire, who, um, so we went with another couple, Pablo Escobar and Claire. And that's she doesn't get a name because she didn't do anything embarrassing. Okay, so. <laughs> So, um, she planned this whole adventure day for us and it was positively the most I've ever done in one day. Okay. Here's how it starts. So this is now we're like five days in, I want to say it's like two days before we left. And so we're kind of burnt out on the pool. We're burnt out on the drinks. We've kind of done it all. And so now she's like, let's effing adventure. And I said, buckle up, Nancy. I don't know how I'm going to fare, but um, I'm going to try. I'm going to try because I didn't, you know, I didn't want to be the only one. I've done that in Hawaii where I was kicked off the bike tour. It was positively embarrassing. I had to ride in the van behind everyone while everyone else rode bikes down the mountain. Now, listen, I didn't know that this was going to be like extreme bike riding. Okay. So anyway, one lane road. Okay. Anyway, so... You guys, pardon the distraction. Emoji just walked in here with my Ugg slipper. And, you know, I've recommended these Ugg slippers before in my mailers. But don't buy them if you have a dog because they are literally catnip to the dog. Okay. So anyway, adventure day. So Claire plans for us to go to a cenote. And, like, I'm used to, like, these excursion things. I've done them before where you do like a couple things in one day, but this was three different locations. Okay. Three different locations. The first cenote, oh, the first one was a cenote. It was called, I think it was called Cenote Azul. I really don't know. I, I wasn't in charge of anything. And this is the great thing about going on a trip with another couple who's very organized because I have to do nothing. I just show, tell me where to be. Tell me what to wear. That's all I need from you. I can be as flexible as you like. I'll go swim with a freaking stingray. Oh, that's another thing. We saw a stingray when we were swimming with the turtles, and that I didn't love that. I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't love that. It was pretty big. Um, neither did Wes. He didn't like that either because it's like, what? Where is he going? You know, you lose sight of him. And I'm like, I don't want to back into him. That's what I'm worried about in the ocean. Like, how do these animals like watch their back? Okay, so. <sighs> First one was a cenote, totally chill, but I had to jump off a cliff. Now, granted, the cliff was only about 15 feet from the water, but it felt like I was skydiving. When I tell you that when I, it took me the most time to work up the courage to jump on this rock, I was afraid I was going to slip and hit my head. If I pushed too hard off the rock, I was like, what if I push and I slip and then I knock my head backward and then I fall off? I don't know when I became such a weenie puss. I used to be very adventurous. But I don't know, age and wisdom caught up with me. And now I'm just too wise for my own good. But um, so uh, anyway, after four attempts of jumping off the thing, I was like, fuck, there's no way out of this. Everyone's going to push me to do it. I'm going to feel like a loser if I don't do it. And heights are my greatest fear of all. I don't have a lot of phobias, but heights heights are difficult for me. And so Pablo Escobar did it. And then 
Wes did it, and and Pablo Escobar lived. So then I felt comfortable with Wes doing it. And they were like, do it, do it. And I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to. Anyway, I did it. And when I tell you that I've never hated something more, I that's the most accurate thing I've ever said. Because um, I felt like I was free falling in the air to my death. My stomach was in my throat. Only to, you know, dunk myself in this freezing cold water, which um, I thought, am I going to drown? And then I rose to the surface and popped my head out of the air. I popped my head out of the water. Forgot. Oh, I forgot to like blow out of my nose when I got in the water. I was just all freaked out. Also, my jump does not look cool in the video, but it's it's fine. It's not embarrassing. Anyway, so get in the water, pop right up. First thing I say, I hate it. And everyone laughs or whatever. Okay, great. Okay, so then, then Wes and I get in a tiff in front of our couple friends. Then we got over it. And then we um, explore the cenote. And it was really cool. But I'm like, can all these influencers get out of here? Like, I am trying to take pics. You and your short shorts need to move along, sir. So we get back in the car. And then we're on to the turtle excursion, which is basically just a boat. Two guys take you in the water. Could totally leave you there. And they're just like, okay, jump out. And they give you fins and the snorkel equipment. Anyway, I survived that. Once I did that, I was like, I can do anything. I could be president next year and there's no election. But I am invincible. I am woman. I am a Greek god. So after that was the scariest one. Now, by this point, I'm like, this is easy. I've literally done everything. Okay. They take us into a cave. Uh, with stalactites and stalagmites that has bats. And I'm like, you guys are joking about the bats. And anyway, um, they were not. There were a ton of bats. I didn't even care. I was just chilling. At this point, I'm like, oh, all I have to do is float? Fantastic. Now, you could snorkel and look at the bottom. I do not need to see the underside of a cave. I put my head down, did not like it. I was just glad there weren't, there were a little bit of fish, but there weren't like snakes or alligators or I don't know, mammals living down there. So I was thrilled with that. But the best part of this whole day was the people that we were with. Wes, you know, Wes and I are, we're jaded individuals. We, we are negative and, you know, we're, ha we're happy that way together. We love hating on things together. And that's just really kind of our vibe. We kind of um, find it funny to shit on things together, etc. But the childlike wonder with which our friends embraced each one of these experiences was like, that was amazing. This is going to be amazing. I'm so excited. Oh, my God. I'm so nervous. Are you nervous? Yes. I'm so nervous. Are you nervous? Yes. I'm so scared. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm freaked out. Oh, my God. That was a bat. Oh, my God. Did you see that? Did you see that turtle? It charged at me. I mean, it was the it was the most entertaining part to me of the whole trip and to Wes, we talked about it. And I was like, they were having a gay old time. So they like balance out our negativity with their positivity and just general enthusiasm. I'm like, what, what is this like? Maybe I used to be like this before 2020, but um, not in a long time, not in a long time at all. So it was a great day. And then you think the fun's over? Oh, it's not, there's more. So you guys, we go have lunch at this authentic place. And that was great. Who cares? It was probably the best lunch we had the whole time. It was just like off the side of the road, this little shack. One of the guys who was dining, not in our group, but in another group, he accidentally, um, well, it wasn't an accident. I mean, he was just like walking. It was like an elevated deck, like a wooden deck. He steps and his foot goes through the deck like a whole slat of wood breaks humiliating so uh, he didn't love that he was p quite pissed but that's how authentic and aka run down this establishment was and um but we had a great meal and then we headed back and Claire and I had to be back because we had made a spa appointment now all of this just happened to it was an accident. We didn't mean to do all this stuff together, but we were like, this is going to be a big day. Okay. So I talked her into, and by the way, who the hell am I? 
because I don't know what I think I'm doing. But I talk her into, I'm like, the spa guys keep coming up to me at the pool. I'm like, throw them a bone. Let's go do something. Okay. So they talk me into um, this thing called Temezcal, which is basically, well, what I learned it was, is basically you put on your Hansel and Gretel robe and you walk yourself over to a pizza oven. Okay. Sounds wild, but this is what it is. You walk over this brick pizza oven. It is above ground, believe it or not. And you're wearing a bathing suit under your robe. Okay. And they heat up this pizza oven with sticks and like stones in the in the ground. It's like there's a little circle in the ground. They put all these branches and leaves and flowers on it. Okay. So it smells fragrant. And um, I mean, it's just a wild experience. And so you're in there, it's 100 degrees and it gets up to 120 degrees. So it's basically like a sweat type experience led by a shaman. Okay. So the shaman is there. Delightful little man. His name was Dennis. Uh, delightful little, little guy. And I'm like, I couldn't even place him in time. He was like basically a spirit. I don't know if he was older than us, younger than us. His voice had a Michael Jackson quality to it. It was like, I hope you enjoy your, I, hold on. I hope you enjoy your time in the cenote. It was just like a childlike wonder yet again, but also spiritual. And that was a new mashup for me. Pardon yet another interruption. Emoji has fancied himself a chihuahua this evening, um, which is really on brand for the theme of this episode. So um, if the shoe fits, you know, he sometimes likes to get in character too. Okay. So anyway, Dennis leads us through this meditation. He says, there are four doors. Well, first he's, he sits in the pizza oven and he says, Hey guys, how's it going? No, I'm, I can't do the whole thing in his voice, you guys. I, I I only have so many comedic abilities. He says, "Hey guys, how's it going? Like, how was your day?" I'm like, "This is how a sh- this is how you talk to a shaman." I thought the shaman was going to be like literally chanting at us. I'm like, Wah. I mean, it was good. It was good, good. So it's the three of us in this little hut. I mean, it could fit no more than four people, hundred percent. He's like, "Okay, well, in a couple of minutes, we're going to begin." So we're just sitting in the steam in the darkness, okay? There's a towel over the top of the teepee pot, and that's it. It's just us and Denny. And, you know, I never thought I'd have a shaman uh, named Dennis, that's for sure. Now, I, I did think I'd have a shaman, probably multiple. There would probably be more. But um, Dennis is just a real sweet guy. I'm, I, uh, on one hand, he looks 17, and on the other hand... And like he could be 35. Like I, he's a wizard. I don't know what to think. He's very tall and lanky. I'm like, does, is he a basketball player? I don't know what his side hobbies are. Um, he said he's been working there 11 years. So I don't know. Riddle me that. I don't know. Okay. So he says, there are four doors. This is how slowly he talks. There are four doors. I'm going to lead you through a meditation and then I'm going to open a door. There's a lot of in the voice. I I feel like I could almost be a shaman after witnessing Dennis. Okay. So then also when he told me he worked there 11 years, I thought to myself, I really want to ask him where he went to shaman school. Like how does one, but I didn't want to be insulting and you know how I can be. Okay, anyway, so um, he leads us through meditation. I Honestly, I don't remember the first part. I was so uncomfortable. But it was basically like about the here and now and the present moment and being present. Oh, oh, it was open your heart. And I'm like, bro, I just got off an electric ride with jumping off a waterfall, swimming with turtles, and then cave diving. Like, I am Laura Croft right now. I cannot get into my emotional being and open my heart. Like, that part of me is shut down. I'm thinking about my presidential campaign like I'm goddamn Lena West, okay? So, it was just poor timing for me. However, Claire was moved 
beautifully by it because uh, why wouldn't she be? She's like fully embracing every experience that we have had this whole way. Positive. She's getting it. Anyway, Dennis is talking about forgiveness. He's talking about becoming in tune with her. He says, have a talk with yourself. Speak. I guess he's Irish now. Speak to yourself and open your heart and listen to what your soul wants to say. And I'm like, I don't know what my soul's saying. My soul's saying I'm hot and I'm having trouble breathing. Okay. He's like, by the way, let me know if you have trouble breathing. I'm like, uh, Denny, you're, you're making me a little nervous. Okay. I'm wrapping it up. You guys, I swear. Okay. So then he opens the first door. I'm like, okay, good. I'm not that hot yet. He opens the first door. He says, go cleanse yourself under the fountain. Como te llamas? I have to go dunk. By the way, it's like the most aggressive fountain. It's like dumping buckets of water, steady stream, like so hard that, you know, like when you go under something and it just like <laughs> just makes your hair like instantly screwed up because it pushes it forward like you're going to have bangs. Like it's just so harsh against your you know fine European weave anyway I was like Denny how long are we under this uh fountain because I I don't have enough Olaplex to get me through this trip bro okay so he's like basically it's hot cold hot cold and the water's cold and I'm like this is miserable do you know how I spent my day today by the way I'm not like a person that swims often. So I'm already tired and famished, okay? Positively famished from the day I've had. Even though we've just had lunch, I'm like hungry again. Okay, so we go back in. This time it's hotter. More forgiveness, more love yourself, okay? Now it's getting hot, 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 hot tamales. And, uh, you know, halfway through, he's just like, where are you guys from? I'm, huh? That's <laughs> that's taking me out of the experience just a tad. But um, we anyway, we do another fountain dive. And I'm like, uh, if there's two more fountain dives after this, I'm going to lose it. Okay. So then things take an interesting twist. He says, relax. I'm going to make you some tea if you will allow me. I'm thinking, is this iced tea? Like, I hope this comes with cubes. Anyway, no, no. It's hot tea. Hot tea. I said hot tea in the hot pot? Yes. He's like, it's like he's presenting it as a gift or something. I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, I'm like, I guess this is the part to get me hot. To get, I mean, <laughs> get me hot. But, you know, I guess continue the experience with the heat. Okay. So I'll go with it. I roll with it. Not trying to be high maintenance. Okay, sure, Dan. I trust you. Um, but little did I realize that Dennis was a complete menace because he overheated me is what he did. And um, by the third door, he said, now if you'll allow me, I'm going to cleanse your body with heated rosemary. I'm thinking... And then he said, and then he said something like, um, and after that, will you allow me to give you a bath? <laughs> I'm like, uh, what kind of bath are we talking about here, sir? <laughs> so anyway, you guys, he, he takes these twigs of rosemary and, and presses them into my body, arms, back. He's like pressing twigs of rosemary into my back. Fortunately, it's like real foggy from the steam that you like can't see. Press, press, press. Not really sure what this is doing. But it's supposed to be cleansing. And I go with it because, you know, I'm basically a healer myself. And so game recognize game. And so anyway, um, so I'm, I'm, then, then he, cleans Claire with different rosemary. I was glad that he used COVID sanitation protocol. Different. She got a different fresh set of rosemary bundle. Press, press, press. Okay. Then I'm like, he's like, how was that? You know, 
and and Claire, forgive me if I'm if I'm recalling this wrong, but this is how I remember it. And you know, a beautiful mind. Okay, so he says, "How was that?" And we're like, "Great." You know, what am I supposed to say? I don't know. I've never been. I have nothing to compare it to. No one's ever pressed herbs on my body before, but I have a feeling this won't be the last time. Anyway, so after that, I'm thinking, "Oh God, he's gonna go make a shower again." No, no. No, no. He's trying to get us to stay in this time, okay? In the hot pot. He just opens the doors, and I'm like, I should. And at this point, I'm remembering, oh, no. I have an autoimmune issue that literally, not that you guys care, but anyway, I don't get as much oxygen in my cells as most people do. They've, whatever. Okay, so I'm realizing that's why I'm having trouble breathing. Like, I, I'm like, Dennis, I'm just going to, I'm just going to jump outside real quick. Don't mind me. Just need a fresh breath. Claire's like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I just, I, I've got to get a breath. She's, she's the one that's like, yeah, go, why don't you go outside and catch your breath? Okay, sure. Go outside, catch my breath. But literally I pop my head out of the pizza oven. Like I'm the last survivor from uh, a nursery rhyme and um, pop my head out, take a huge gulp of air then go back in. Anyway, he opens up the top of the teepee and moves the towel to cool it down a little bit. Instantly, it drops like 20 degrees. I'm like, muchas gracias, senor. I think we could have done that a while back, but okay. So then, okay, this is the fourth and final door. He says, now if you'll allow me, I'd like to give you a bath. And I'm like, Wes is not going to be happy about this. <laughs> How do I get out of it? I'm trapped in his oven. I literally never thought I'd see the day I was trapped in a man's oven, but here we are. So I'm in his oven and he's heating up this clay like Aztecian pot of water. And he takes a little bowl into the pot. By the way, it's like a cereal size bowl into the pot and just starts dumping lukewarm water on my head. So now my hair is like, okay, bitch, you're gonna go to the gift store and buy me some deep conditioner because you're fucking me up right now. We've been in fresh water, we've been in salt water. I'm just, my wave is feeling all kinds of ways. Never, Not to mention like, maybe I'm sunburned. Oh, that was the other thing with the rosemary. And like, I did have a little bit of a sunburn from the day before. And I'm like, hey pal, uh, perhaps you wanna consider that I'm Polish. Okay, I we're not of the same kind, and therefore I have a little bit more sun sensitivity than you may be aware of. Anyway, so then he's throwing the lukewarm water over me, and uh, I'm just wondering how many times is he going to give me a bath? And it turned out to be about seven before he could get all the twigs off my body for the most part. <sighs> then he goes over to Claire. Anyway, we get out of there. It was cleansing. And we're like, thank you so much. I'm like bowing because I don't. <laughs> how do you how do you thank a shaman? Okay, I'm like bowing. I'm like, thank you so much, Dennis. That was awesome. We get out of there, and then it was interesting because we he like gave us fruit and more tea and water, and we were kind of rehydrating. And it was very interesting because we kind of like got into a deep conversation about family and our lives, whatever. And so I'm like. There must be something to it because I typically don't like just go in real deep on things. But okay, so I'm thinking, okay, bye, Dennis. That was fun. Thank you. Okay, then he comes back and he's like, okay, I'm going to be your masseuse. What? My shaman is my masseur? Okay, but Claire gets a fresh person. She gets like a lady and I get (laughs) Dennis. But somehow she missed this. So she doesn't know that... I'm getting Dennis um, alone in the room. And as if I couldn't have been more vulnerable in this situation, here I am with Denny. And we're going into the room. And I've said, like, he's like, anything you want me to focus on? I'm like, oh, just. And now I'm like switching into, okay, like, think of him as like a sports massage therapist, whatever. I'm like, oh, just like my shoulders and. You know, my glutes get tight or whatever, hamstrings. Um, well, here's a fun fact. This shaman knows how to give a GD massage. However, 
I don't know how to say this. I haven't told Wes, and he's about, he's going to hear it here first. But, you know, when you get a massage, or if you've not gotten a massage before, what happens is they have you lay down, face down, and then they'll usually start with your leg, and they'll take out your leg, they'll pull it to one side, and they'll tuck the sheet into the top of your leg and into the bottom half of the top of your leg. I don't know. Okay, whatever. You get it. Hopefully. Okay, there was no tucking of the sheet. And I took off my bathing suit, because, which was a one piece, because there is no... I, I mean, I'm not getting a massage in a bathing suit. So I t- I've never really gotten a massage naked before. But this was... It just like was all I could do in this scenario. Also didn't know I was going to have a male masseuse, which I don't normally get. And I kind of forget to ask because I always just think, oh, it's going to be a woman. Like whenever I've gotten them, it's usually women other than the other guy, John, I mentioned. Okay, this isn't sounding very good. Okay, so anyways, so I'm thinking, oh, geez. Well, I thought, well, he's going to tuck and it won't matter if like my cookie crumble is out because, um... It will be tucked and none of my bits will be showing. No kibble and bits. So, no, no. The the sheet is just like lightly grazing my butt cheek, barely covering anything. I'm thinking one false move of this sheet, literally an inch, and I'm going to be exposed. Anyway, he gives a great massage. And for this little tiny man, he has like the strongest hands. Great. It was like the best massage I've ever had. But I'm thinking, okay, so it's the same thing. I turn face up. Same thing. No tucking. Then he gets to my shoulders. And so I'm facing up. And he puts... (laughs) He puts the sheet as far down as my areola. That is not a lie. (laughs) I'm so uncomfortable. But this has to be told because you need to be aware, people. Wear your panties. Holy cow. Like, never have I ever needed a tube top and a thong so much in my life. Okay. So, my areola is grazing the sheet. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm so worried. Okay, anyway. It's grazing the sheet. And I'm thinking, again, like... I'm going, so then his arms go all the way down my back. Now, I did ask Claire, and she said, yes, this they, this is like their technique. This is what they do. His arms go all the way down my back to like the top of my waist underneath me. So now I'm being lifted up by his forearms. So I'm thinking, where is his face? <laughs> his face is right by the towel that's moved off my face. It was a lot. I just want to never know my masseur. That's what that's what I've learned from this experience. Like I am putting a face to a name here. Like I just had an hour with you in a clay pot. It was wild. Anyway, nothing inappropriate. He was super above board and very talented, but wow. Talk about not relaxing because I'm I'm like I literally can't move a muscle. And if you think that's over with, if you think our day is done, ha ha, you're wrong. So the boys had gone back and they'd had a whole like two hours to decompress, take a nap, you know, I don't know, do an exfoliant, whatever. Not us. And they're, so I come back and I was like, okay, I'm ready for dinner. I'm like, um okay well I am exhausted from like swimming with sharks all day so I'm going to need a beat um anyway that really wasn't what happened but we get ready and I I pull Claire aside at dinner and I'm like um Dennis barely covered my areolas (laughs) she goes Dennis was your masseur I said, yes, bitch. Dennis gave me a bath in the clay pot, and then he massaged my naked body. <laughs> she, she was dying. We were dying. 
I'm like, who would have thought? Who would have thought? Now, more unattracted to a person I could not be. But, I mean, I I feel like this is breaking some kind of protocol. Even in Mexico. Like, uh, this is like a workplace, um, work-life balance issue. I don't think the shaman should also be the masseur. But, anyway, I gave him a great tip. And that concludes Adventure Day. Speaking of great tips, Wes was throwing 20s away to... Um, the embryos in on the streets of Mexico uh, that were selling like hummingbirds and friendship bracelets. Oh, he was handing them out like he himself was Pablo Escobar. So um, apparently, money grows on trees, which I which I love about him. He's so generous. It was really cute. Um, but we were walking down the street, and it's like you know these kids just come up to you selling stuff, and he's like, they need it more than we do, and. <laughs> It was just really, and he was talking about how cute they are and everything. So that was very endearing. We had a great time. We had a great time with our friends. It was our first true couples trip with like peers. And um, it was great. So, you know, no real complications other than, other than one evening, Pablo and I got into it for a momentito and we resolved that right away. So um, super fun. Highly recommend. There were some other things, but I'm sure they'll come up at other points in the podcast. Um, Okay. You guys, I got back just in time. The Grammys happened. And if you know me, you know I have a bone to pick with the Grammys because they are rigged. Um, It's a fact. And the fact that Machine Gun Kelly's album wasn't nominated for anything when it's like an album of hits is just so wild to me. It's like, God, these record labels literally just buy placements. And um, so anyway, you saw a lot of my thoughts on it on the Burn book, but I just wanted to talk a little bit about some of the performances. And I just want to tell you that Dua Lipa, I'm a little confused what to think about Dua Lipa. And here's why. I mean, her performance was sick. She's super gorgeous. Yes, she had a little bit of a camel toe in her performance. Who among us hasn't? Um, but, you know, this pop star in a Swarovski Versace thing, it's like, okay, J-Lo has literally crushed that. And it, she was giving us a very share vibe. There just wasn't anything to, like, I feel like the last time she wore a Versace to, uh, I think it was the Grammys when it was that black and white with all the gold safety pins, it was like, beyond it was gorgeous like stunning and so different like very edgy this is like okay you're just like being j-lo and kim k right now like i don't i don't i don't know but her i didn't realize what a great dancer she is she's she was a really cute dancer i also love megan the stallion's performance but um I was irritated by the masks and the whole mask thing like when she we couldn't see her reaction when she won the Grammy and it was just like she was just sitting there in her seat and then um her speech was just irritatingly long and like just sort of like run on she wasn't even talking she's like I don't even know what to say um so it was sort of annoying, but she redeemed herself, in my opinion, when they did sort of the 1920s flapper-esque old Hollywood thing. Until then, she lost credibility again when they did the WAP performance. That I didn't really see that much of it because um, I wasn't paying attention. Once I saw Cardi B come out as Lady Gaga, I was like, okay, this has lost me. But I heard that it upset a lot of people. A lot of people were upset by the Cardi B of it all and the sex on TV and I don't know I guess I just have bigger fish to fry in 2021 I'm like if I had kids maybe I'd I'd be bothered but you know they're gonna see it anyway so everyone just needs to lighten up now I'm not saying I condone sexuality Mm, that's not what I want to say I'm not saying I condone like simulating sex on stage that's not I'm not so into that but um I also think, like, let's not make a big deal of it. The bigger of a deal we make of it, the more uh, the more publicity it gets. So who cares? Okay. 
So, okay, then Taylor Swift had a performance. Um, I thought the performance was really nice, and I really loved the set design, specifically that little that little house from Airbnb that they put on the stage. I thought that was cute. Um, that little Jack Antonoff, he's, wow, he's got a lot going on stylistically. I guess he's pulling something, pulling inspiration from, like, the 30s or the 40s right in there. I think the 40s. And, um... It's a lot for me. It's a lot for me with him. Um, the only person I could be less attracted to than Dennis would be Jack Antonoff. So that's where I stand there. Um, however, T-Swift, when I loved her red carpet look. thought that was one of the best looks she's had in years. Um, but T-Swift wearing the gypsy dress on stage, didn't love that. And I also... Um, I didn't believe that she's deserving of album of the year. I like, I just think that's such a weird choice and I don't really believe that that's a genuine award that like she actually won and wasn't at all paid for. I'm like, can, can we ever get a Grammys where she doesn't win something like truly? So I don't know. Um, for a minute there when Harry Styles won over her, I felt like she was really compensating when she was clapping for him. Did you guys see that? She was like bobbing her head, like acting like, yeah, this is great. Great. <laughs> I'm not panicking. You're panicking. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> um, and uh, anyway, you know, I, I was around in the day. Well, I guess I can't talk about this. But anyway, uh, let's just say I saw them together back in the day and um, things have changed. So, um. Okay, and then the other thing I want to talk about is, oh, well, speaking of Harry Styles, you know, Watermelon Sugar has been so popular, and his performance was fine, but he seems very shy, and that's sort of new, and um, to be honest with you, they played Watermelon Sugar on Fifth Street in Playa del Carmen, the mariachi band did, and it was far more entertaining than Harry Styles' performance, so... Uh, there were margaritas on people's heads and it was all going down. So um, the Grammys left a little bit to be desired there. And uh, there was a lot of Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars is always copying other people's music. And he's always said, like, yeah, I'm trying to, like, recreate Motown. It's like, what? Could you recreate your own thing? But anyway, nothing gives me a limp noodle like Bruno Mars. I'm just not into him. No, no, no. No, no, no. All right, so then there was the Post Malone performance. He is so talented to me, but I hated how satanic they made that performance. It was super, like, ugh. Um, but I always think he's the best. Did you guys notice that Chris Martin was sitting front row totally by himself? Like, it, he looked like a loser, you guys. I mean, I don't mean to be mean, but he really looked like, where were the other guys in the band? Uh... It was super awkward. No date, nothing. He's just at a table by himself right in the middle, right in between Beyonce and Taylor. So that was weird. Speaking of which, Beyonce, as I mentioned in my burn book, was wearing those eggplant earrings from Shiprinelli that Kim wore in her Hulk Hogan costume on Christmas Eve. And uh, we've been there, done that, B. B's energy was all weird. It was so weird. She seemed really genuinely shocked that she won that award. Also... Not that gratifying of an award to win for this last album or the last, like, three albums she's put out that's just, like, angry music. Um, angry, mediocre music. I don't I don't know what, really what to say there. I, I didn't understand the cat eye sunglasses. I didn't understand the dress she couldn't move in. I didn't understand the old earrings. And she just didn't seem happy at all. Like, the energy was off. Self-confidence was off. She forgot that she had twins. It was strange. Maybe she was just having a bad day. Um, but, you know, the person who I thought deserved a Grammy just based on what they showed up with. And here's the thing I want to say. When you're a new artist, you're not the Dua Lipa. That's not a new artist, okay? That's an artist who's who's been there and done it. She's already won a Grammy. I'm talking about you're a newer artist like Little Baby. Little Baby, if you will. Now, you may remember him from the performance with all the older ladies behind him. They sort of look like judges or nuns with white hair. They were dancing behind him. And he was rapping. 
and he was wearing all white with the Chanel brooches. Now, his suit did not fit him. You may have noticed that the button hole was not lining up with the button and there was a gaping lapel. But, you want to elevate a cheap suit, throw a Chanel brooch on it. I like it. Now, I don't like symmetrical brooches on both sides, but I do like like a smattering of brooches on one side. So that would be my style note. However, my point is to say, artists like that do not get as much money, obviously. They don't get an Airbnb house on stage toward their performance um, just because they're up and coming. Like the, the show isn't going to invest that much in them. So when you have a striking performance as a new artist like that, um, which I believe Little Baby accomplished with the older ladies in the judges' costumes, the choir singing and dancing to his rap music, it was so striking and entertaining, you guys. I thought it was one of the best performances of the night. And the whole team deserves accolades because that's pretty hard to pull off. It's a really unique concept. Like, who dreamt it up? Really creative, I thought, and um, visually really interesting. So I loved it. Um, and I didn't know who Little Baby was, but now I do. Here I am. Big fan. Anyway, you may have seen that I posted something about Billie Eilish, and I said, no no need for Billie Eilish. But Wes, has, you know, Wes always likes to watch the Grammys with me. I mean, we like to watch award shows together and stuff. But he likes the Grammys specifically because, you know, we're both into music. He's really into music, whatever. And we watch the Grammys. And every year he's like, who's that guy that's always with Billie Eilish? Or, or, you know, a couple of years ago, this is what he said when she first came on the scene. And I was like, oh, that's her brother, Phineas. He's like her producer. And he goes, Phineas? I said, yeah, I think they're like Nordic or like Swedish or I don't know. There's something. And, uh, you know, if you recall last year when they won all those Grammys, it was literally just like her and Phineas, and she talks the whole time. And they say, like, Billie Eilish. They don't say Billie Eilish and Phineas when they announce, you know, that they won an award. But he's, like, behind all of her music. So he comes up and accepts, accepts everything with her, okay, but gets no accolades. So anyway, Wes does this hilarious alter ego thing. Well, I call it an alter ego, but it's really just an impression of Phineas. And he's like, Mom! Billy's getting all the attention again. I don't get any of the attention. Anyway, it just cracks me up, you guys. Maybe you had to be there. Okay, anyways, I'm a little embarrassed. Um, one last thing I'll say is that the Grammys were bust. Uh, BTS, that little K-pop band, they are the biggest freaking scam. I swear to you, China or someone has paid for their American appearances. It is so strange, you guys, how they just suddenly were getting all these headlining performances when no one's really heard of that. I get that they have American fans, but I'm supposed to believe that this band is like an equal to an NSYNC. Please. I'm not buying it. We weren't born yesterday. Um, but what really amazes me is that you know, they all look identical. And I'm thinking if these guys, there are like seven or eight of them. I mean, there's so many of them. I, you can't keep track. I don't know how anyone knows any of their names. I know they have differences and stuff, but generally, I mean, they have similar hair. They have, they dress similarly. Some of them used to be a little bit more differentiated, but in this specific performance, they looked very, very, very similar. So anyway, if they can stay together, One Direction certainly could have kept it together longer. And when I hear about this Zayn Malik bitching about the Grammys, now, I agree with him. And you didn't hear a peep out of Megan Fox or Machine Gun Kelly. Didn't hear a peep. But you know they were thinking it. Like, this is crap. But Zayn just looks like a B-I-T-C-H now. We know Harry was nominated. By the way, Zayn's music wasn't even eligible for this year's Grammys. He bothers me. I can't believe I ever used to think he was a cutie patoot. Okay, anyway. Um, the last thing I'll say on the podcast, not on the Grammys. The Grammys, I'm done with you. You disappoint me every year. Although I will say the red carpet was kind of fun this year. We had a good time. Doja Cat was there looking freaking wild. Don't get it. Don't get it. But uh, Wes and I went to brunch on Sunday and we saw this little girl. And her grandma or someone brought her these bunny ears. 
And Wes said, what does that make you think of? And I thought, um, he's like, I'll give you three guesses. And I'm like, wow, three guesses. Okay. Uh, I was like, the, the daughter that you want to have? It's like, no. So this little girl's running around with these bunny ears on. I'm like, okay, um, what about Playboy? Because of the bunny ears, duh. He's like, what? No. <laughs> and I said, okay, me. Because I, I said that I want a bunny as a pet. He's like, also no. And no, I'm not getting you a bunny. And I said, well, what? And he's like, how your mom always gives emoji gifts. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? What is the connection there? Anyway, men are from Mars, women are from Venus. That's all. That's all. Um, emoji, speaking of emoji, he's been super cuddly ever since we got back. And I I do want to inform you that I had a five alarm freak out when I left him. I said I didn't want to go to Mexico. I left him with my parents, by the way, who raised me. So I know he's in good hands because look how brilliantly I turned out. I think we can all agree. You know, I'm just not used to leaving my newborn. And yes, he's a year now, but I've never left him that long. And I just was like, ah, I want to go. And I truly felt that way. You guys, I'm worried. I don't know what this pandemic's doing to me. But what I do know is I've had a blast with you. I love you. Hope you enjoyed this. I don't know if you did. Hope so. Um, As always, share, like, rate, review. Please share, share, share. You know it helps me and it keeps me going. And hey, if you feel like giving me some feedback, I would love it. Okay, guys, have an awesome week. Love you so much. Bye-bye.